first in the AFC North this offseason. This is a team that consistently is going to be in position to contend because of how talented they are. The reality of it is those guys can play. In the AFC, so watch out for the Baltimore Ravens this season. Players in the NFL, certainly one of the best players at quarterback. They got a guy at tailback in J.K. Dobbins who I think could be an all-pro. They got one of the best tight ends in football, a plethora of perimeter weapons, some health on the offensive line, a very good defensive line, one of the better young linebackers in the NFL in a top-five secondary. And no one talks about it. Yo! What it is, Flockers? I'm back. Welcome back to another episode of At The Bank. Baltimore Ravens podcast. Yo, the time is here. The day is here. We are four and a half hours away from playoff football, Doug. And yo, it's the divisional round. And we got the Houston, Texas coming into town this week, man. And this is going to be the very, very, very exciting playoff game, man, because it's a lot of buzz surrounding this playoff game, man. We got a lot of people talking about how explosive the Houston Texans is. We got a lot of fans talking about how this can be 2019 all over again. We got some great fans that's also talking about, yo, this is our year, yo. And, man, I'm here to go ahead and try to put everything in perspective, try to line everything up and give y'all the right facts and the right state of mind to go into today's game against the Houston Texans at 4.30, yo. So, you feel me? Like I said, we played the Houston Texans just, just the beginning of the season, week one. And if y'all remember, man, we went on here and gave C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans and D'Amico Ryan, because this was his first uh, head coaching game, a straight-ass whooping. Welcome to the NFL. Welcome to being the head coach. You feel me? And we straight gave him a straight spanking 25 to 9. Now, don't get me wrong. That was like so long ago. The Texans got way better. You feel me? Because if they didn't, they wouldn't be in the predicament that they in now in a divisional round against us, against the number one seed. So I'm not saying that, you know, that uh the Houston Texans is gonna roll over, but I will give you facts and ideas to get you to thinking that the Ravens is the better team and the Ravens will win. And I got y'all my prediction and I will give y'all my four reasons and why I really think that the Ravens are the team to beat the Houston Texans and advance to the AFC uh, championship. You feel me? So you feel me? Like I said, we played the Houston Texans week one. It was a nice ass whip with 25 to nine. And I don't predict that this game will be a straight blowout this time. Because like I said, the Houston Texans got better. C.J. Stroud showing that he's most definitely should be most uh, talked about being rookie of the year. Coach D'Amico Ryan's is most definitely should be considered as coach of the year this year. Get all that. But with all that noise, I still think that the Ravens will beat the Houston Texans today. And my score of the prediction will be the Ravens coming out victorious 30 to 17. And like I said, I, I I understand that the Houston Texans went over here and put up 45 points against the uh, Cleveland Browns last week. I totally get it. But at the same time, that was a, a, a Cleveland Browns team who I deservedly don't think they should have been crowned as number one defense. 
are also a Cleveland Browns defense that's also was getting deplete, depleted towards the end of the season also. And also, uh, um, Miles Garrett didn't really show up that game. So it, it, it's, 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 it's okay to really start thinking about, man, Houston, Texas is going to be an explosive team. That, that, no, I don't think so. Not with this defense. Not against this team. I really just think that the Ravens, like I said, I gave y'all my score 30 to 20. I mean, 30 to 17. And I think that the Ravens will move on to the AFC Championship. And I will think that Lamar will get some of the monkey off his back. That people can't people keep saying he can't get past the divisional round, that um he's not uh shouldn't be getting paid for what he got paid for, blah blah blah. Lamar Jackson has been checking off boxes as everybody was down to him. Remember, everybody kept no GM wanted him last during the offseason, saying that he wasn't worth the money, it wasn't worth the risk. He's injury prone. So he he didn't already show you that he was worth the money. It's not injury prone. He was able to play throughout the whole season. Every game this season, he was there, available, playing, putting up good stats. You feel me? And, and I, I, I just really think that this is Lamar's year. I know that he. I think that this team and him alone has matured way different from 2019. So yes, let's get 2019 out our head. I don't think that this will be a 2019 season all over again. So let's get that out of our minds because I really think, think that this time that this team is a different team than 2019. I think this is a more well put together and have great chemistry team. 2019 team, man, it was, yes, I understand the best record. Lamar, events, uh, Lamar getting MVP and he might get MVP again then this year. Got the first round by. I totally get that. But I think that 2019 team was more individually worrying about stats than coming together and collectively winning the big dance. And I think this is why that this team this year is totally different, has matured. You heard LJ said that this he got to get it. He got to get it now. The window is closing. He already seen that certain teams' windows has already starting to get narrow and narrow. Like the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills is most definitely a team that window is just very, very small. And we don't want to end up like that. Another reason why that our window can be very, very small because we got a lot of key free agents that could potentially be gone after this year. So they are hungry. They are hungry. If they can get to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl, you know how much big of a money of a contract that some of these players potentially might can get. So I really just think that this 2023-2024 is way different, way mature, way hungry, got better chemistry, and got their eyes on the prize than what the 2019 team was. Don't get me wrong. The 2019 team was explosive. But he also got to remember, he didn't. Uh, LJ didn't have half the weapons that he had now. He only had only weapon he has remaining from that team is Mark Andrews for real. So – I just really just think that this is a different team. We just need to go ahead and have a different look and be patient because the four reasons that I'm about to change, uh, I'm about to tell you, hopefully, hopefully it should really change your mind of how we going into the playoff this year. But before I get there, I see I got a couple of comments. Let me see. Let me get a couple of comments from my guys. 
I got my guy Patrick L. Brown, man, saying good afternoon. Temperature here in the Midwest is three degrees. Hope everyone is staying warm in these sub-zero temperatures. Yes, sir, man. Hey, we ain't at no uh, three degrees here in Baltimore or anything of that nature, but it is a little cold out here, man. You feel me? It is um, uh, 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 showing that, that the weather could play a factor. And couldn't the Houston Texans be ready for this cold weather that's also down here, man? Also, my guy Patrick L. Brown also said it's a legacy game for Lamar. Lights, camera, action, Jackson. And I'm with you on that one. I really do think that Lamar shines bright when the cameras are really on him. And we already seen it this year from time to time again from um, Lamar, that when the lights are bright, Sunday night, Monday night, going to London, going to California, going to Miami, doesn't matter where we're going at. At the bank, Lamar is ready for them bright lights, you feel me? So, you know what I mean? All right, let, let's, 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 let's start now of giving you one of my four reasons why I think that the Ravens will beat the Houston Texans today, yo. You feel me? And one of my reasons is, is for the simple fact that this goddamn defense, Doug, this defense alone can really take a team very, very far. You already seen that this defense, like I told y'all, should be mentioned as number one defense. In my opinion, I think that this is the strongest defensive group left in the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. I understand the 49ers is still in the playoffs and all that good stuff. But you seen what my defense did to the San Francisco 49ers. You seen what my offense had did to the San Francisco 49ers defense. So this is why I can clearly say that the Ravens defense is the best defense left in the playoffs. You feel me? Um, we are coming off the season of getting a triple crown. And most defenses can't, don't do that. Can't do that. You know what I mean? As long as they said it was impossible or anything in that nature. But this year Ravens defense was able to get a triple crown and I'm pretty sad I'm glad of football here's probably saying what's the triple crown the triple crown is that that the Ravens led in points allowed sacks and takeaways this year if y'all can remember yo the Ravens defense only allowed 16 and a half points if you remember yo the Ravens defense got 60 sacks this year and if you can remember that the Ravens led in takeaways were getting 31 31 takeaways. That shows you right there that this defense is, is, is ready for a big primetime stage. That this defense alone can just go out here and probably win us the game. Now, I'm not saying that the offense is going to have to really rely on the defense, but the defense really will set us up for a great, great game, you feel me? So, you know what I mean? Especially what, what had Mike Madonna, Mike Madonna has really brought to the game. But he brought to this defense. You know what I mean? Like I said, don't get me wrong. Uh, Wink and then Coach Rex Ryan. And Coach Rex Ryan was, was my favorite defense until this year. You know what I mean? Don't get me wrong. That organized chaos that we had back in a couple years ago when Rex Ryan was, was the defensive coordinator, man. It was scary. But it wasn't as scary as this team. What Mike McDonald has really done. And I really just think that this team right here, man, has played fast physical and aggressive they hit anything that's in front of them and and that's what it's really going to take and that's really set by the tone of mike mcdonald as i already said and then roquan smith 
Roquan Smith, man, has really set the tone. He has really set this standard for this defense. He is really living up to that track, that uh, that trade draft pick that we did. He is living up to that Ray Lewis S S um Ray Lewis S. You know what I mean? Like Roquan is is this defense will go as far as Roquan is really going. And it seems like this defense is following and marching behind Roquan's team. So as long as Roquan is out there producting, putting putting the big hits, getting the guys lined up, getting everybody communicating with everybody right, yo, this defense is, is, is very scary. And then you got Jadavion Clowney and Kyle Van Noy coming off the edge. And then you got Justin Metabike, who had a great season this year. So you can just see alone just this, that. And I'm not, I ain't even get to the back end of the defense yet. This is just the front end. That front end of that defense, each level of that defense can be very scary. On that defensive line, like I said, Justin Manabike, uh Clowney, and Van Noy. Then you take a step back, and you got the uh, linebackers. You got uh, Volquan and PQ. Then if you take another step back into that defensive line, where everybody thought that we was going to have a major problem. Everybody thought that it was going to be a fall-off. With, the, with, with Marcus Williams, with Geno Stone, Kyle Hamilton, Marlon Humphrey going in and out the lineup, but he was still being productive when he was there. Brandon Stevenson only allowed one touchdown scored on him all year. One touchdown. As you can just clearly see that this defense is set up to really take over in this playoffs. And this is why I'm crowning them the best defense left in the playoffs. All they got to do is just now show up. And I really just think that if the Ravens defense really show up, and which I really think they are today, they're going to give Houston, Texas problems. Now, don't get me wrong. The Houston Texans are going to be able to still put up um, some yards. They because that's just how the Houston Texans really got here. They they it was built from C.J. Stroud, will his um his um readiness, his his is is not running the uh, fold over. The Texans is going to be able to move the ball up and down the field a couple of times. Hell, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if the Houston Texans score on their first drive. But you already know that if you score on the Ravens defense that first drive, man, you best believe that you're going to have to be doing it consecutive. Because if you can't do it consecutive and that Ravens defense start having you going three and outs and, punt, and have punting or uh, getting turnovers and stuff like that, you went for a long day. You ain't going to have that same type of game you had against the Cleveland Browns in the wild card weekend. So I just really just think that this defense is really set up to pull – success and we excuse me we have to give mike madonna and the guys their roses now man great game planning and everything uh let's see i got a couple more comments let's see what we got here i got my guy rod from the uncensored network what's up dog chilling man you know what i mean getting getting the flock ready for um this divisional game at 4 30 you feel me yo chime in a little bit my man Patrick said, after seeing what the Ravens did to the Niners on Christmas Day, that was a master class. Defense set the tone very early. And that's how I feel like that um, no dial defense is not really feared or scared of any offense that comes in front of us, Patrick. You feel me? Houston will strike early, and how your defense will respond is critical. Absolutely right. Because like I said, I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Houston went on here and got their uh, scored off that first possession. 
and I really just think that Anthony, if they do that, that the Ravens will tighten up their defense and will get locked and loaded. And then the Houston Tech, you can see that the Houston Texas probably will start struggling from time to time when it comes to for them um to put up points. So I really just think that um uh oh sorry y'all my kids is in the background trying to cook breakfast you feel me but the show must go on you know what I mean so that's why I really just think about that defense that defense will um be strong will be capable and will hold uh the Houston Texans down you feel me now let's talk about this offense this offense is another key reason why I think that the Ravens um will show up and it will be a, a struggling day for the um, Houston Texans. You feel me? Because I really just feel like the Ravens offense has really been efficient this year and converting and giving converting themselves and getting more opportunities to put themselves in better scoring opportunity, whether it's a touchdown or whether it's a field goal. And I just really just think that this is um, one of the main reasons it's like that is because of Todd Munkin. Yo, Todd Munkin is a savior for Lamar Jackson in my eyes. You know what I mean? Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and try to down Greg Roman and, and make it seem like Greg Roman was 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 a bad offense coordinator. Just like I keep previously saying that Greg Roman was just holding Lamar back. And then now, I since the addition of Todd Munkinen has uh, came into the camp, him and Lamar has been working, making it easy for Lamar. Yo, Lamar has really become an efficient dual threat quarterback. You know what I mean? Not just the uh, everybody just think that he's going to run, take off all the time. It's not just the RPO option or anything in that nature. Lamar can really sit back in the pocket and and let it rip. He can hit big plays down the field. He can hit the media uh, uh, passes. He can hit the inside. He can hit outside the numbers. He can hit his tight ends. He can hit his running backs coming out the backfield. All of this is showing off because the Todd Munkin really believed in um, – and, and, and LJ and then in all that belief in good chemistry it helps LJ really completing 67% of his passes this year which is his career high now I'm not saying it, it blows every blow uh, it blows you away but his career average is, is about a 63 almost a 64% so him going 67% this year is going to bolster him up there now and now we all we're going to ask for can we get a, a, another jump out of that from uh 67%. And which I think that if Todd Monkin really stays, because we already know he's a hot commodity right now. A lot of a lot of these open um coaching vacancies that's open right now is really taking a strong consideration of Todd Monkin. And it's probably, you know, want Todd Monkin to be that head coach because of what he did in Georgia and what he's doing for LJ right now. You feel me? So I, I, I'm, I'm not going to be, I, I, I'm, I totally understand why these um, teams really want to look at Todd Munkin, but just imagine if Todd Munkin don't leave and he stay another year and him and LJ is able to build some more chemistry and get more weapons. You feel me? Because this is one of the reasons why I feel like this ain't the same 2019 team because we have different weapons. We have great weapons this year. You feel me? Loaded. You got OBJ. I'm not saying that he's the OBJ of the past, but we showing that when OBJ gets cooking, he gets cooking. We got Zay Flowers. Big play Zay. I've been calling him that all year. He's able to make big plays. He's able to show you capabilities that 
it's a possibility soon that this guy can be able, be able to take over a game and maybe consider as a top wide receiver in this game. He's showing that. He's showing that Isaiah likely is 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 starting to become that guy. You know what I mean? Mark Andrews has been out dealing with injuries, and Lamar has become an eight and no without Mark Andrews, which Mark Andrews would not be playing this game. So Isaiah likely has another opportunity to show what he can do. You got your Gus Edwards, who's been showing all year round, man, that he's just not between the numbers. He is able to capable. He's capable of doing other things, stepping, going out, catching the passes outside when Lamar is ready to do his backyard football. He's ready to be open, showing that he, he can pass catch. And he got the burst of speed still. Now it's not the same speed he had a couple years ago, you know, due to the injury. But Gus Edwards is showing speed that he can get away from linebackers and some of the corners. So it's potentially that, you know what I mean, that Gus Edwards is going to be featured into this game heavily. You know what I mean? And with that new key addition of Dalvin Cook, oh, man, they, and it's not been nothing but good signs and good hearings that what Dalvin Cook is bringing to this offense. So if Dalvin Cook can give us that Minnesota wage, that one hit a home run, and what Keith Mitchell was really short, starting to give us this year, oh, man, Dalvin Cook, what, what a great sign in EDC that the Ravens will uh, actually be able to use. We we elevate this guy off the practice squad for a reason. you seen that Melvin Gordon really couldn't get off the practice squad all goddamn season. But Dalvin Cook was able to come in here because I just think that Dalvin Cook has a different element. He doesn't have fumbling problems, number one. He can pet, he can catch uh, out the backfield, number two. That can help Lamar out. Screen passes. Um, and then, like I said, it's still a three-back rotation when it comes to these running backs. we still going to have Gus Atwood. We can still have Justice Hill if people keep sleeping on. He's showing that he can be explosive, that he can show he can do things out the backfield. And now Dalvin Cook. So, I feel like this offense is now starting to set themselves up to be one of the strongest or maybe the best offense left in this playoff also. It's not to down any other teams. But we are seeing that this offense, if once it doesn't get stuck in quicksand and getting their way with the false start penalties or shooting themselves or any other penalties, this team is very, very scary. This offense you don't want to see. Because like I said, 67% of his passes – that can be very scary and very and very effective when it comes to being in the game. That which means, you know, when it comes to the third down percentage. Lamar has stepped up in that also. I got a couple of more comments, man. Let's see what we got here. Um, my man Patrick also said that this could be a breakout game for Delvin Cook as well. Getting him going early can wear Houston down as well. Your offensive line is very underrated. That's a plus in hindsight. And I totally agree with you, my guy. I totally agree with you. And I really just think that Dalvin Cook will be used um, a lot this game, especially if that Varney game gets to going early and we get Gus Edwards going early and Gus Edwards start beating up this uh, defensive line and then you start putting him in. Or if Dalvin Cook start wearing Tatter's defensive line, then you put Gus Edwards in to start beating down that um, defensive line. Because, like I said, it's going to be cold out there. They ain't going to want to tackle but so much, you feel me? My uh, my man, OG Matt, what it is, baby. We need to take advantage of this opportunity this season because it won't be the same team next season. I totally agree. 
This team is really starting to break. We're starting to see that it's a lot of key free agency, uh, free agents coming up after this year. Justin Matabike, PQ, um, OBJ, um, you know what I mean? And the list can still go on. Gus Edwards also, you know what I mean? So this team got to get it done this year, man, because I, I really feel like some of these key pieces won't be there um, next year. You feel me? So um, let's get to number three. The third reason why I feel like the Houston Texans will be in trouble and I feel like the Ravens are a better team than Houston Texans. And I know a lot of people is probably going to be like, dang, really? But special teams, how can you not put Justin Tucker into this conversation? Arguably the GOAT when it comes to kicking. Has the best field goal percentage in the game with 91%. You feel me? Like I say, I we already know he's a Hall of Fame. You know, and, and Justin Tucker has never shown that he's not scared of the lights. He's always available. He's always ready. He's ready to kick field goals even when John Harbaugh and Lamar wants to still go. Go for it. So um I that that's that's a big enough reason right there. And then you want to know another part of the special teams that people sleep on. It's our punter. Our punter Strout, man. This guy has a nice leg on him. You know what I mean? Pause. But this guy has a strong leg. This guy can uh, keep pinning um, teams inside the 20. This guy, him and him and Justin Tucker can got good chemistry when it's time to kick in these field goals and stuff like that. So we cannot sleep on the special teams. Our special teams is really going to have to show out, especially if the offense is not really um, clicking in the beginning of the game. Because I really feel like that John Harbaugh is not going to get in the way, get in his own way. And what I mean by getting in his own way is potentially just leaving points out there. I think that if the Ravens offense gets stuck around the red zone or around Justin Tucker's field goal range, I just really think that he's going to go ahead and use Justin Tucker now. I'm not saying that he got to just keep kicking field goals just because it's there is available because field goals is not going to win again. You're going to have to throw some touchdowns in there eventually, but you got one of the greatest. You got to use them. You got an up and coming great. You know what I mean? Cause like I said, the Strout, not only a punter, the guy can also kick field goals too. That's another fun fact that a lot of people didn't even know. So, you know what I mean? I, I just really just think that the special teams is really going to have to play a big part in this also. You know what I mean? But with Justin Tucker, uh, make sure that he doesn't leave any money out on the field. And my man Stroud making sure that he can pin the Houston Texans deep into their territory so this defense can get real physical, nasty, and aggressive. So special teams is most definitely a, a big key part. And my fourth reason and why I think that and it's my last reason, too. And it's, it's also an important reason why I think that the Ravens can beat the Houston Texans. It's most definitely simply because of coaching. Don't get me wrong. I respect D'Amico Ryans. I love what he did for the Houston Texans down there this year. I believe that D'Amico Ryans got, got that culture built up right. And it happened fast. Don't get me wrong. It happened way fast, way way before the timetable I had gave the Houston Texans. But, you know, the one thing about D'Amico Rhymes that really he doesn't have underneath his belt that John Harbaugh has, experience. 
as a head coach of going deep into the playoffs. Experience. And I just really just think that John Harbaugh um, um, is doing a great job with this team. He's able to adapt each time that this team gets uh, retooled. He doesn't keep the same philosophy. He got the same message, yes. Play like a Raven. Who has it better than us? You feel me? And 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 the way that he just keep on adapting and keep relating to his players shows that why that's, that's what makes him a great head coach. Now, at times that John Harbaugh can get in his own way, you know what I mean, not taking the points, letting the uh, – going for this uh, fourth down where I don't think they, the Ravens should be going for it on fourth down. He can't get in his own way. But at this year, I don't think that John Harbaugh really got in his way – Get gotten his own way this year for the simple effect of two people that has earned his trust. Todd Munkin and Mike McDonald, you know. I really just think that these two gained his trust of of the, the great play, play calling, the great preparation that these guys come in with uh, day in and game out. And then when you build that chemistry and when you build that trust in your coordinators, that means that the team is now fully functioning right. All you got to do is get the players to execute. And then that's the great thing about these two head uh, coordinators. They are able to relate to their players and get their players to execute what they want. So it's just really showing. It's showing. It's just like everything just lines up that the Ravens are the better team. You know what I mean? Now, like I said, I'm not knocking the Houston Texans. I love what they built and what they're doing, especially after the whole Deshaun Watson debacle. But at the same time, you got another organization that has been built and ready for this time, and our time is now. And it's only right that we only take it out on the Houston Texans. You feel me? So I think that with those four reasons, with the defense that we have, with the offense that we designed, with the special teams that that's that's been there, and with the coaches that we have, it's, it it shows that this team is is built for now. It is Super Bowl or bust, man. And I really just think that this is this is the time that the Ravens will do it for all of those four reasons, man. You feel me? So I can't wait to four thirty tonight, man. And and I mean four thirty this afternoon. It's, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very interesting game. I'm pretty sure you uh, goosebumps is gonna be all get the chills and all that good stuff because the most important thing, man, we got to get out of the divisional round. This is the round that has been haunting us for the last couple of years. You know what I mean? This is the round that everybody's think that Lamar won't get over that hump. But I just think that this is the year that he will. This is the year that this team is designed to get the, to be better. And I really just like think that we will be going to Vegas. Because like I said, once we take care of the Houston Texans, between the Bills and the Chiefs, they got to come to Baltimore, Doug. The road through Vegas, you got to come through here. And I just think that this team is set and designed and ready and will take on whatever team that's that's in front of us. I got some more comments real quick. Um, I got my man Patrick saying that Justin Tucker leg will play a factor. Got to cash into the red zone at any chance you get. That's exactly how I feel. 
I just really just think that John Harbaugh just got to really take care, take and take those points. But yes, got to cash in into the red zone. But it's you you can't have no other no no better trust than with Justin Tucker that we already have with him. You feel me? Uh, OG Max said Harbaugh is the coach of the year in my opinion. Um, I would love to give it to him. You know, I mean, John Harbaugh really he, he did his thing this year. He did his thing, but I really just think that what D'Amico Ryans had did for the Houston Texans, man, is I think he's going to get coach of the year, and which he, he deserves. Because, like I said, I, I didn't uh, believe that the Houston Texans was even going to be in this predicament, even win their division, or win this many games to even get uh, have a playoff hope. So, you know what I mean? That's why I said hats off to the Houston Texans, you feel me? My man Patrick also said nobody expected Houston Texans to be in the playoff. Deshaun Watson trade allowed them to have a turnaround and their fortune early. Plus, Houston owes Cleveland the first round pick in this year's draft. Yep. My guys <laughs> right on with the stats, you feel me? So, yes, I most definitely think that no, I didn't believe that Houston Texans was going to be this team this year. You feel me? My guy Patrick also said that when you have a coaching staff who's reliable, great things happen. Harbaugh doesn't have to over overburn himself with it. Uh and likes that clockwork. Yes, I totally agree. That's why I said that the this year is totally different, man. Without offense, the defensive coordinators, it's totally different. And I just think that it takes a little bit of the pressure off of John Harbaugh for him to focus on different areas, and he don't have to just keep worrying about um, the offense and the defense. He can just pay attention and focus on all the other areas. You feel me? So, yeah. I told y'all I was going to give y'all a dope show, man. I was going to give y'all all the good facts and the fun facts. So just remind y'all, once again, yo, the Ravens play the Texas today, 430 ABC ESPN. You feel me? Make sure y'all tune in, Flockers. Make sure that whoever's going to be at the stadium today, man, you got to cheer. You got to start screaming. You feel me? Make the Houston Texans um can't hear their plays. Make the rumble of that stadium um really distract them, which I really just think that it will. So, like I said, I think that the Ravens will win today, 30 to 17, and my guys will advance to the AFC wild card when we will be hosting an AFC wild, I mean, an AFC championship uh, game at the bank, you feel me? So, make sure y'all, uh, before I let y'all go, make sure y'all, if y'all haven't already, subscribe to the Grid Network, yo, because every time you, if you subscribe to the Grid Network, Every time I drop an episode, you will get an alert. Or when this episode is get ready to air, you will get an alert. You feel me? Make sure y'all subscribe because not only you will get alerts here, you will get alerts for the other great shows that we have under the Grid Network. You know what I mean? Such as my own MTMO Sports Podcast, Carving It Up with Bryson, All Even um, Podcast. Um, and then we also have a new podcast on the um, network. It's called The Boston Summit where uh, my guy Tim is pretty much giving his great opinions and his great takes on all the Boston team, whether it's the Celtics, the um, Patriots, the uh, uh, Bruins, and the Red Sox. So, like I said, man, if you're tired of the same old network, talking the same old people, join the grid network, enter the grid network. That'd be different because I guarantee you, you will not be disappointed, you feel me? Hey, make sure y'all t- uh, go to the grid um Spread shop, man. Make sure y'all go ahead and shop and get some of the gears that we have. You feel me? We got hats, shirts, hoodies, you know what I mean? Whatever it is that you have, man, make sure y'all um go out there and 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 
and and support us, man. And also talk about support, man. My man Patrick is also this uh popped up on the um comments, man. My guy Patrick writes dope articles, yo. If you ain't down with the visualizing stuff, you don't want to hear us. You just want to read it. Check out the Grid Network because my guy Patrick be writing dope articles. You feel me? It's it's real dope. I'm trying to tell you, it's we we got we got everything here <laughs> at the Grid Network, man. So make sure y'all go ahead and tune in, hit that subscribe button, man. Make sure y'all follow all my um platforms, social media platforms. Like my uh, Instagram at, at the bank underscore podcast. Then you got uh, TikTok at the bank underscore podcast. Or you can follow me on X where this um, episode will be streamed on there also. And I will give my takes on there and what's going on with the Ravens game and stuff like that, man. At, at the bank underscore pod. So make sure y'all go ahead and uh, subscribe to all those platforms, man. And Make sure y'all get ready for this game, Flyers, because like I said, it's going to be an interesting, dope game. You feel me? So, win or lose, you'll catch me tomorrow, giving you my opinion on the game, breakdown, whether, you know, what we did right, which I know we're going to do a lot of, and what we did wrong and how can we get better and so on. So, make sure y'all tune in tomorrow. I'm going to say about noon as well. No, no, no. Scratch that. I'm sorry. I got something to do at noon. Tune in tomorrow at 2 p.m. 2 p.m. I'll make sure I give y'all my post-game coverage. You feel me? So, as always, yo, <laughs> big trust. Because why trust anything else? Yo, I catch y'all when I catch y'all. Y'all feel me? Let's go, Flock Nation. <laughs>